G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Most of us are programmed to look after our own self-interest. Generally, it's something we're pretty good at. In fact, some people turn it into an art form, intent on building their own personal little empires. But God's call on our lives is to be kingdom builders. So what's the difference between a kingdom and an empire? I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome to the program today as we kick off a new series of messages called Becoming a Kingdom Builder. The Kingdom of Heaven, the Kingdom of God, these are terms that Christians wave around rather a lot. And I guess in one sense they're entirely self-explanatory and yet in another I wonder sometimes whether I and others really, really get it. Here's why. You and I are by and large programmed to be empire builders. In other words, we're programmed to look after our own self-interest, our needs, our wants, our reputation, our influence, our comforts, our dreams. From birth, we're taught how to become self-reliant. Over 20 years working as a consultant in, I guess, a few hundred organisations around the world, I dealt with many, many senior managers and leaders, thousands of them. My observation is that 95% or more were empire builders. They were interested in building their networks, their control, their influence to achieve their ends. Most organisations had a high degree of conflict and that's often why I was called in to navigate the political minefield so that the boss could get done what he or she wanted to get done. And very sadly, can I tell you, over the past almost 20 years now since I became a Christian, the vast majority of churches that I've encountered are a lot different. There are factions jockeying for control. There are church splits. There are many people who are hurt by leaders, abused even. Sadly, many a church is full of empire builders rather than kingdom builders. Am I saying that all churches are bad? Of course not. But they're full of imperfect people like you and me. And one of the ways in which our sin manifests itself, I know, sin's a stark word, a harsh word, but hey, it's the right word. One of the ways that we sin within the family of God is to be a control freak. We become all tribal, we form teams, we compete against one another. That team has a different theology to our team. That team belongs to a different denomination to our team. That team, you've seen it, right? We have to criticise, we have to separate, we have to, well, we have to win, right? So today on the program, we're kicking off a series of messages that's all about becoming a kingdom builder rather than an empire builder. It's not for the faint-hearted. This series is for those who know that they're imperfect, but those whose heart it is to see more and more and more people around them and around the world experience the love and the grace and the mercy and the peace and the power of God that can only be found in an intimate personal relationship with Jesus Christ. This series is only for those who want to nail their sin, their empire building to the cross, and discover a new way to live, a new focus, a new priority. 
It's for those who want to become kingdom builders rather than empire builders. So if that's not you, I suggest go make a cup of tea or coffee and find something else to do for the next six or seven minutes and then come back to the radio. So so what's the difference between the kingdom of God and the empires of this world that we're so deeply programmed to be part of? Well, that's by no means a new question. It's a question that aroused about 2,000 years ago when Jesus started talking about the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven. Two terms which, by the way, I take to mean pretty much the same thing. When Jesus first started talking about the kingdom of God, he had a lot of explaining to do because back in those days, a kingdom was a very specific thing. And it was all about power and control and land and wealth. Nations were, by and large, ruled by kings. And those kings often went to war over land and wealth and power. In Jesus' day, Israel and much of the then known world was ruled by the Roman Empire. Their king was the emperor. And it was a brutal form of rule. Insurrection and rebellion simply were brutally crushed. And yet Jesus came out and said he was here to introduce the kingdom of heaven. Have a listen to this exchange between Jesus and some of the religious leaders of the day. Luke chapter 17, verses 20 and 21. Once Jesus was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God was coming, and he answered, the kingdom of God isn't coming with things that can be observed, nor will they say, look, here it is, or there it is. For in fact, the kingdom of God is within you. In other words, this is not a physical kingdom, a worldly empire like the Roman Empire, which was at the front of everybody's mind. But the kingdom of God is something else entirely. The kingdom of God lives in our hearts. It's not a bunch of chariots and warriors coming over the hill to take the citadel of Jerusalem by storm. It's a battle that's fought and won. It's peace that endures in the hearts of men and women and children. What's a kingdom? Well, plain and simple, it's the place where a king rules. It's the place where what the king says goes. It's a place where the king's subjects submit to the will of the king. See, back then, kings had absolute power of life and death over their subjects. And the people who were listening to Jesus had one particular kingdom in mind. Well, wasn't actually a kingdom, it was an empire, the Roman Empire, answerable only to the self-declared deity of the Roman Emperor. No wonder they were confused. And that confusion goes on still today. We are constantly confusing God's kingdom with human empires. See, we're all programmed to build and look after our own personal little empires, laying them down, taking up our cross, following Jesus. Well, that's a totally unnatural act, right? The Apostle Paul put it this way, For the kingdom of God is neither food nor drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 14 and verse 17. In other words, the kingdom of God isn't something physical. It's not a bunch of religious rules. It's not about things that we can see and touch as much as it is about the stuff that God is doing in our hearts and the battle that God wants to win in our hearts, yours and mine, is the battle of our will. John Piper, in his book, The Supremacy of God in Preaching, says this, Therefore the goal of preaching is the glory of God reflected in the glad submission of the human heart. The kingdom of God is alive and well in the hearts of all those people who worship Jesus and whose hearts ache to obey him. 
The Word says that we express our love for God through obedience, much in the same way that a man and a woman express their love for each other through fidelity. 1 John chapter 5, verse 3. For the love of God is this, that we obey his commandments. Empire builders, like the Roman emperor of Jesus' day, they're interested in furthering their own interests and power and control. Kingdom builders are interested in laying down their own interests so that others around them might experience the righteousness and peace and joy of the Holy Spirit that only comes through faith in and a personal relationship with Jesus. Empire builders and kingdom builders are two profoundly different kinds of people. Kingdom builders are about sacrificing their interests in order to further God's interests. The life of an empire builder is totally, totally different to the life of a kingdom builder. So let me ask you something. Come on, which one are you? Are you an empire builder or a kingdom builder? Are you someone who's much more interested in building their own circle of influence and control than laying down what you want in order to build the kingdom of God? And which one would you like to be? That's what we're going to be talking about over the next few weeks on the program. just how many people seem to be spending so much of their time and energy talking about asserting their own rights? How prideful and selfish it's all become? What this world truly needs is a good dose of simple, old-fashioned humility. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet, The Incredible Power of Your Humility in a Prideful World. Make no mistake, the Word of God is alive and active, so I'm praying that through this booklet, He'll help you pour the healing love of Jesus out into a world that seems intent on tearing itself apart. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send your free booklet straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.